What is up, everybody? It is Zach from At Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with yet another Slab Socks FC YouTube video. Let's get into it. First question was posed on the Slab Socks FC Instagram this week, and I thought I'd weigh in. Uh, really not a fan of the footballer flash insert, to be honest. I think it's boring. I don't think there's really much artistry to it or anything like that. But I, I have to say the color blast and the kaboom are the two best in, uh, inserts in the game, in my opinion. When it's a horizontal kaboom versus the horizontal color blast, I will take the color blast. However, when the kaboom is a vertical kaboom, I don't think that can be beat. I think that's the best insert in the modern car game at the moment. So I would say vertical kaboom. But in this scenario, on this post, I would say the color blast is the better insert overall because the kaboom is uh, horizontal. Moving on. So Pepe transfer rumors just keep on coming. Fiorentina, we're at F FC Dallas's last match to scout Pepe. This one's interesting because Fiorentina has a striker that basically every team in Europe wants and Dusan Vahilovic, who is probably going to leave the summer. They weren't able to sign to a contract extension despite their best efforts, so they are going to be in need of a new number nine. So this could be an interesting landing spot for Pepe because he would be guaranteed to be the guy at that position there. However, I still think either like an Ajax or like a Wolfsburg is the best position, uh, best situation for him to go to. But Fiorentina would definitely be an interesting one for sure. Um, and so there's been talk the last, I don't know, month or two, McKenney might be leaving Juventus. They've had a lot of offers for him. They're financially not in the best position in the world. And his importance to the team has kind of like been on a bit of a, like a roller coaster, but his form has really picked up the last month. He scored a couple goals recently, and now it seems like Allegri wants him to stay and that he's going to make him an integral part of the team going forward. So it seems like McKenney will be staying as Juventus, though I still wouldn't rule out a move to like a Tottenham, for instance, because Fabio Patrici, the sporting director who brought him to Juventus, is now the sporting director at Spurs, and he's supposedly had a long-held interest in bringing McKenney with him. But for now, expect McKenny to stay Juventus. More Yusman's national team news. Daryl DK. I mean, the hype has cooled off considerably since the DK mania that we saw a few months ago. But he's still a player that teams in Europe are looking at. And uh, Crystal Palace, it says here, would be interested in DK if the price was right. This is a January move, being like a backup role to Christian Benteke there. I think this would be a good move for him. I think he needs to be playing in England. I think his game suits England. And the more reps and more games he gets at a higher level of competition, the better for the U.S. men's national team. Even though Pepe's the guy right now, it'd be a great problem to have two guys you can't pick between because they're both doing so well. So hopefully he gets that move and uh, really jumpstarts his career again like his last move to England did. And then – Massive, massive game coming up for the U.S. men's national team playing Mexico and Cincinnati, Ohio, Friday, November 12th. 
uh, in World Cup qualifying. That game is now officially sold out. U.S. hopefully we're looking to repeat our dose of Cerro performances we've had against Mexico in the state of Ohio in the past. And the fans are going to be a massive part of that. So glad to see it sold out. Should be a huge, very pro-American crowd there. It's going to be a great atmosphere for sure. Christian Pulisic back on the field for Chelsea. Uh, got a bit of run in their Champions League match. It's really good to see. Need him fit and firing again before the next international window. And just you want to see him performing well for Chelsea to keep his numbers up there. And Barcelona, first game since sacking, and rightfully so, in sacking Ronald Koeman. Really more of the same for them, though. Dropping points to a small club. This time, a 1-1 draw to Deportivo Alaves. It's really, it's really going to be a struggle for Barcelona to make the top four. I don't think they will, and that's just going to further the financial pain their club is in because they don't make Champions League. That's a minimum of $70 million euros they're missing out on and it could be upwards of 100 million if they don't qualify which they probably won't and then if they get knocked out before the knockouts of this year's iteration of the champions league they're really in trouble financially too so so i've said before and i'll say again it is going to be a long next few years for barcelona and that also is concerned with investing in fati is to barcelona is barcelona barcelona really going to be challenging for anything soon I don't think they will based on the financial situation there. And so that's that's really that's something to keep in mind when you're looking at putting money into a Fati or a Pedri or a Gavi when his cards come out later this year. So just keep that in mind. There's other factors besides their performances on the pitch that matter too. But good news for Barcelona. They are very confident in completing Xavi appointment as their manager the next few days. Uh, just it seems like they just got to dot some t, uh, dot some eyes across some t's, and then they're gonna get that appointment done and announced. I think this would be a fantastic hire for Barcelona. Xavi's really cut his teeth in Qatar. He's he's done nothing but win there. His team plays beautiful tiki taka football. And that's what the Barca DNA is, and they need a guy like that back there because Coman really was not that type of dude. Um, more La Liga. Action, Atletico Madrid winning 3-0. Zhao Felix getting on the score sheet for in this one. It's good to see for all the Felix investors out there. It's no it's been rough for you guys the last six, eight, ten months or so. But if you can start scoring goals again, especially if Atletico are to progress further and further into the Champions League, if he's scoring goals, that's going to be where the price goes up. And keep in mind, we got a World Cup next year too. Portugal is always a factor in that. He needs to be playing better for them too. So you want to see him round into form for sure. And speaking of a player who's in great form at the moment, Vinicius Jr., a brace for Real Madrid in their 2-1 win against Elche. He's really stepped up this season. Uh, he's been scoring goals, big goals, big moments, and he's he's delivering on his promise. And it's been it's been fun to watch for sure. Uh, and Bayern bouncing back after their shock 5-0 loss in the DFB Pokal, winning 5-2 against Union Berlin. Lewandowski, Brace, uh, as usual, all that man does is score goals. Moving on to Italy, which has a fantastic title race going on. Juventus has been trying to stay with the leaders, but this does not help them losing 2-1 to Hellas Verona, though. Great to see Weston McKenney on the on the score sheet in that one. 
Then one of the two main contenders for the Serie A title race at the moment, Napoli, winning one nil. And then their title race rivals, AC Milan, keeping pace right there at the top of the table with them, winning two one against Mourinho's Roma. Zlatan scoring in this one. The lion, the ageless lion, he's 40 years old and he's still he's leading his team in a title charge right now. I mean, this man is just it's it's insane how good he is and how he's great he's been at doing it for so so long. And then in the Premier League, another really good title race going on here. Uh but Liverpool, who's been in torrid form as of late, really led by uh Mo Salah drop points against Brighton. Draw 2-2, and you can see partly why Salah didn't score. When Salah's been scoring, they've basically been unstoppable, but he didn't get a goal in this one. And then City also uh, dropping points, losing 2-0 uh, to Crystal Palace. Wilfred Zaha, great player. Will he ever get a move to a big six side? We'll see. Probably not at this point in his career, but still fantastic for Palace scoring a goal in that one. That Chelsea further extended their lead at the top of the table behind a brace from Reese James and a goal from Jorginho against Newcastle winning 3 0. Who Newcastle is still searching for their next manager. Supposedly it's down to Unai Emery of uh, Villarreal and then Eddie Howe, the former the former uh, Bournemouth player. I it seems unlikely to me that they get Emery at least this year. He has a team who's in the Champions League right now with a chance to go to the knockouts. Why would he leave to go into a team that still is a very, very high likelihood of getting relegated, even if they were to drop a ton of money in the next window? So I would say Eddie Howe is the likely uh, next manager at Newcastle, and he's he did a great job at Bournemouth over the years. So I think that would be a pretty good hire for them. Knows how to stave off relegation too. And then – in the, the battle of the managers under pressure, Skolcher saves his job against Tottenham when he 3-0. Uh, Cavani, Ronaldo, and Rashford scored in that one, which caused the Tottenham manager, Nuno Espirito Santo, to be sacked. But first, let me talk about Rashford. Over the past uh, p- past month, his PSA 9 2016 select has gone up 34%. May not seem like much, only $9 from $26 to $35. This goes to show you you have a player you believe in, even if they're really cheap, you could buy the cheap cards like this. You could buy it bulk, and there's still a lot of money to be made. It's not just about buying the really high-end cards and and then selling that for even more amounts of money. You can do you can flip and make tons of money doing this stuff on the low end, too, if you're smart about it. And this is a great example of that. But so Tottenham may have lost the match to Manchester United, but I think we're coming out of that the winner because Conte was rumored to be taking that United job if Skullshire was sacked. But with uh, them deciding to back Skullshire, Tottenham is the lucky uh, recipient of arguably a top three and at worst top five manager in the world and Antonio Conte. All he has done is win in his past seven years of being a manager. He's won five league titles. He put his the, the togetherness in his teams, how well drilled they are, their defensive solidity, their ability to go attack and score goals and play good football too. Just fantastic, fantastic hire from Spurs. I'm I'm over the moon about it. I'm really 
I mean, it's great. And it, I'm happy about it for two reasons. Too. A, because Conti's just an elite manager, and to get that in, our team is absolutely massive. And B, Conti's not going to go to take a job where he doesn't feel like he's going to be financially backed. So that must mean that Levy and Joe Lewis have finally decided to spend some money on Spurs, which I've been screaming to the abyss for for years for them to do. So hopefully that Brink's truck is coming in January and then in the summer window too because we still need to clear out some of the dead weight in our squad and bring in some new guys still. Though we started that process this past summer, but Fabio Patrici's done an excellent job as sporting director now, able to bring his good friend Conti and his manager. Uh, things are looking up again for Spurs after a really tough couple years for us as a football club. So really, really happy about this appointment. Then going to end this one with a little bit of mailbag. Uh, so what's with Mbappe price drop recently? I mean, he's been scoring goals here and there, but like PSG, they just haven't been as fluid as we would have expected yet. And they really are completely out of the spotlight when it's a non-Champions League week. So you have that working against him too. But I think I think right now still a very good time to buy Mbappe. Um, PSG is going to be there in the knockout rounds. We know that. And the knockout rounds of the Champions League is where the money in cards is made. And Mbappe will be scoring goals there. That's what he does. So you have that. You have the Champions League knockouts in the spring. That'll lead to a Mbappe price bump. You have the summer where he probably moves to Real Madrid. <coughs> Excuse me. That'll lead to a huge jump too. And then you have the World Cup a few months after that. And that should lead to more action and more juice in the Mbappe market also. So I still think, and I'm backing this up, I've, hold, I've held all my Mbappe I've bought in the summer. And I'm looking to buy some more right now. So... I think now is a great time to begin and end Mbappe. There's just a lot of factors that should lead to price rises in his cards over the next year or so, and I think it's a very good time to enter his market. Um, so this is an interesting one. First, what a fantastic card. Do I hold or sell the one-of-one auto of Jude Tops Merlin? Congratulations. That's amazing, a one-of-one auto of Jude Bellingham. Here's the thing about it, though. If someone blows you away, like what I would do with this one, is probably get a graded PSA, pay the $300 or the $600 even. Get that car graded, get it protected, You know, make sure it's safe. And then it doesn't really matter the grade. It's more about the protection. I would list it on eBay for a huge, you know, uh, buy now OBO of, you know, 50, 60 grand and just like see what happens, see what offers rolls in. And then if you see a, uh, offer that you can't refuse, sell it, move into something else. Or if you believe, if you think Jude isn't, you know, the market's not going to be there for him the next couple of years, sell it now while he still has juice. Or if you believe in him long-term, hold it because it should still have value as it's, as it's such a big time card. But, but yeah, again, congratulations on that card. Grade it, keep, make sure it's safe. And then throw it on eBay for a super high buy it now OBO and just start shopping it around and see what people say they'd be willing to pay for it. Cause I honestly have no clue. Um, do you think 2016 flawless 2018 eminence will be viewed as the most desirable sets in the future? This is an interesting one. Eminence, especially, I think is the best set that exists in soccer right now. That 2018 eminence set. It's the only one there is. 
those cards, especially the Messi, Ronaldo, Patch Autos, are absolutely gorgeous. The 2016 Flawless 2 is a fantastic set. I think those original stuff of the super high-end sets, because we still haven't seen much of the super high-end cards come into soccer, though I, it's going to start changing in the next couple of years, and I think then those are going to be viewed with more values. Like the start of that market, well, now do they become the most – the two most desirable sets on the market. I don't know, but they're definitely going to be carrying great value over the years for sure. Where do you foresee the Mococo market going? Well, it's time for him to take advantage of Holland being out, go there, score some goals, build up hype. And if he's not scoring goals, the market's not going to be there. But again, even if he doesn't this year, he's still 16, 17 years old. He's super, super young. So, if you have Mococo cards, you're betting on him to be this great guy and he doesn't have a great season this season, I wouldn't worry. He's not even an adult yet. Like, just if you're a Mococo, you got to be patient with him because he's just a kid still. Super talented, obviously, but just a kid. So it's just going to be one to watch and just hope he starts growing as a player going forwards. And last question, worth investing in the Holland market now or wait for it to dip more as he's out for a while? answer with this so his cards have been seen around 30 ish percent dips across the board at the moment i would say to wait probably another month or so i think we're going to see another 15 to 20 percent dip because he's not going to be back till sometime in 2022 so his prices will continue to drop as he's out of the spotlight and then you have the concern hopefully you hope dortmund makes UCL knockouts, and then he's back for that because Holland being back for that would be massive. He's going to score goals, and again, that leads to price rises. But if not, I think it'd still be a good time to buy. I think it's a decent time to buy Holland right now, but I think there'll just be a better buying opportunity in about a month because you have his big transfer uh, next summer. And where he, once he goes there, he'll be tr transferring to a team that, A, will have a shot to win their league, and B, will have a shot to win the Champions League. So I think if you're buying Holland now or in a month or whenever it is, you're, you should be holding him for about a year or so and see what he does at his new club. But, yeah, I think I think Holland is a buy now, but he's going to be a better buy in about a month or so. Uh, that's going to do for this week. As always, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, DM me at Premier Soccer Vesting. If you have questions, any of that type of stuff, want to talk footy, cards, all that, thanks for watching. Peace.